Welcome to the Down the Roads podcast, episode something. Uh, I'm TJ, and that's Noah. And today we're going to recap uh, the first round of the playoffs, and we're going to talk about uh, the seven seed format in the playoffs as well. And uh, we're going to do our predictions for next week. Uh, should be a pretty good one. Um, glad you're here with us. Uh, first thing I want to say is uh, the Steelers. Oof. Noah, of course, is a Steeler fan. I'm a Bear fan, so the Bears didn't make the playoffs, but the Steelers, oh. oh. It was bad. It was bad. It looked bad. Well, Noah, Noah is eating a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich with uh, grape jelly. So, uh, you know, that, that's what oh. he's doing at the very moment. That's why I'm recouping the loss. He's recouping the loss. Yeah. Well, we we're we we're gonna do this podcast on Monday, but uh he, he decided to work out instead of the podcast to work to work out his feelings. <laughs> Just like that uh the Patrick Mahomes commercial. Yeah, dude. Uh yesterday uh, I just got busy in the morning, but dude, uh, there's definitely a lot to say about that game, but I'm sure we'll get to that game eventually, but it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll recap all six of the games and uh we could do the Steeler game five out of six because that's when it happened. Um, uh, this, of course, was a, a super uh, playoff weekend with uh, Saturday games, Sunday games, and a Monday night game. So there was just tons of action. But that it brings into a question, and this is something that Noah wanted to bring up, and I think it's a great topic. Uh, the seven-team playoff format is obviously it's something new. This is the second season doing it. Um, it, it allows 14 teams to play. And uh, – it, it kind of made play like less competitive, I'd say. Uh, so let's go through that, and then we'll talk about the uh, the seven seed format here in a bit. So the first game was the Raiders and Bengals. Uh, Bengals win this game twenty six to nineteen, and uh, some controversial stuff happened in this game. Uh, of course, there was the Joe Burrow throw. It was a great throw, and I wasn't watching. Uh, I was I wasn't listening. Rather, I was watching the game but wasn't listening. So I was like, "Why are they showing this play so much? Like, they, they must just really think this is a really good throw." And I was like, "Dang, it really is a good throw by Burrow." But uh, of course, the refs blew the the whistle. If you watch the replay, they definitely blew the whistle, and uh, the Raiders kind of got screwed. What do you think about that game? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, it, like, it's kind of one of those things where you know who knows what would have happened type thing. But I mean. Same thing. I still think it was kind of a bad call. And, and I think rest were a big problem in, in a lot of these games this week. So we talked about it like r- way, way back when we started the podcast, like on rest is a problem in, in all sports and football in the playoffs, like one of the most watched sports in the world. And some big calls that happened in some of these games, man, like some rest need to be cleared out. I read that they're not going to be returning to any more games either. But yeah, uh, to speak on the game, I still think Bengals kind of had the edge on them the whole game uh, until the very end. Raiders kind of play better, but I think Bengals are going to kind of win no matter what. But I do agree that was a bad call. Yeah, the the Raiders were definitely making a push towards the end, but uh, you know, and if the Bengals were forced to kick a field goal, you know, that makes the game twenty three to nineteen. Yeah. Or or excuse me, twenty two to nineteen. So wait, yeah, yeah, because wait, no, no, no. The Raiders or the Bengals would have scored four less points, so they would have got 22 points. It would have been 22 to 19. I'm not dumb. I know how to do math. Uh, so, um, so the Raiders could have because weren't they in the red zone and they needed to score a touchdown and they just yeah touchdown. So they they could have kicked a field goal and sent it into overtime. So yeah, that touchdown, uh, not calling it back on the Bengals is huge. I mean, it shouldn't have been called back anyway. And yeah, just like you said, that referee crew is done. Yeah. 
the Raiders would have definitely had a field goal because they're forcing goal. Uh, so that big interception for the Bengals to end the game and finally end the longest playoff drought, I think, in, in, in a lot of sports, some of the big sports, Bengals finally. So and, and as a Steeler fan, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're still, you still know, it's, it's hard to see, like, you know, like the Bengals have been so bad, you know, but now they're starting to win actually and have a good team. So it kind of sucks because, you know, we have to deal with them twice a year, every year now. But at the same time, I still respect that team. And, and if, if you want any team to really win it, wouldn't it be awesome to see an ASC North football team come out and win the Super Bowl? Like, imagine that story. So, you know, I, we're rivals at the end of the day, but we support each other in the division most likely at the end of the day as well. So. Yeah, I like the Bengals story. I really like the Raiders story. I texted Noah this during the game. Like, I, I watched the game. Obviously, I said I already said before I wasn't listening to it, but I was kind of rooting for the Raiders towards the end. And I don't know what it was, just the fact that, like, I really like Josh Jacobs. I really like Derek Carr. I really like Darren Waller. They got some good players on the offense. Uh, I, I really like a lot of those players, and I like their story of this year, how they made it to the playoffs. And just so many things was going for the Raiders that I was just kind of rooting for them at the end. But, uh, you know, I'm still happy for the Bengals. Obviously, I really like Joe Burrow. So, um, and, yeah, obviously, that would be really cool to see. I just – no matter who wins, I just want it to be somebody who's not there every year. Like, yeah, keep the win. I don't want the Buccaneers or, or uh, you know, the Patriots are knocked out. I really don't even want the Packers to win. They're not there all the year, every year anyway. But you know, stuff like that. So yeah, I had a feeling that whoever won this game, a lot of people around the world are going to be rooting for. Like, if their team's not in it, like a lot of people are going to be pulling for the Raiders Bengals winner. And yeah. um, I think to me, yeah, I, I, it'd be hard to root against the Bengals to some of the teams still in it that you see every year, like the last five, six years. But I think that uh, the Bills are another team I like to see, you know, uh, get up there and do something. You know, there's some NFC teams. But uh, for now, this game, Bengals winning, beating Raiders, a lot of people will be on their team or their side. 100%. Uh, so the Saturday night game was uh, the Patriots and Bills. And the Bills won this game 47 to 17. It was, uh, it was, it was, it felt like a, a torch being passed down all those years of the Patriots kind of dominating the bills and, you know, the Brady era. And now for the bills to win the division two years in a row and then have a chance to knock out the Patriots in the wild card round. I thought it was pretty poetic. And, uh, you know, at, we were picking our games. We didn't make any locks or upsets, Noah, but I, I thought, you know, this was probably going to be the game. I thought the strongest, the bills were going to win out of like every other game, like even the Chiefs and Steelers. I know the Chiefs were favored by like 12 points, but I I just, for whatever reason, I thought the Bills like, no doubt we're going to win this game. And they they dominated the Patriots. I didn't watch too much of this game just because, well, I I watched it all, but uh, like, you know, once it started getting like too out of hand, it's like, okay, the game's over. But, uh, and you know, to be completely honest, the Bills had a great drive to start the game. And then Mac Jones and the Patriots, had a really good drive coming back. And then uh, Mac Jones just made a, a little bit of an underthrown ball in the end zone in double coverage. And that's what the interception was. And Bill's kind of dominated from there. Yeah. What were you thinking about this game? So I was the opposite of you. I kind of started watching after like the first quarter or after it was already kind of a blowout. And I was like, oh man, I didn't get to see any of the good stuff. But it seems like Bill's dominated most of the game, especially from what I saw as well. They're just in control, but I don't. I think this is a positive season for Patriots. Uh, no matter what, I don't. There's they were probably counted out a lot at the beginning of the year. Not too many people had to make him playoffs. I think Bill Belichick is as much as a lot of people don't like him. You got to respect him. What he's done with this team, <clears throat> getting him to the playoffs as a fifth seed, and probably only one game out from winning that division. Just one game would have went their way, and they win that division. They choked against the Dolphins the last week. Um, that hurt them. But uh, 
I think that New England's going to take a lot away from this season. They'll be back better next year. But I, I agree with you. It's a passing of the torch, man. The Bills are finally like getting their stuff together. They have been, and uh, it's like New England's kind of you know going to be second now to Buffalo, and I think Buffalo's going to reign this division for a while. But New England could bounce back next season. So I'm excited to see like the Patriots Bills matchups between Mac Jones and Allen the next like four or five years because I think it's going to be good. And I think Jones is only going to get better from this with experience. You know, it's a blowout loss. They're going to learn. But um, Bills, they're scary, man. They're, they got it put together on offense, and their defense came out to play, too. Yeah, their defense is scary. And yet, you made a great comment. Like, Mac, Mac Jones and the Patriots versus Josh Allen and the Bills for the next, like, five years is going to be insane. Like, yeah. think about all the years Tom Brady was in that division. At what point was there ever, like, a decent enough team to challenge him? Of course, the Dolphins always took a game, like – I think the best quarterback ever to play in that division in the Brady era was probably like Mark Sanchez. <laughs> like it has to be like, he made it like Mark Sanchez and the jets made it to like the, the championship game like mm-hmm. twice in a row or something. Yeah. Like, who else did Tom Brady have to face? Like, I think this is just going to be insane. Like, I I'm glad you brought that up. That's going to be awesome to watch in the next five years. Those matchups. Yeah. Are gonna, Cause we already saw it this year, both games they played. Well, the one was like really bad weather, but then uh, the second game was really, really fun. And this one, of course, being a blowout, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a great rivalry. I'd agree. So uh, the third game, this was uh, the Sunday noon game, uh, the Eagles and Buccaneers. Uh, I had hope for the Eagles, but uh, they lost 31 to 15. Uh, another blowout. And this game wasn't close. I was, unfortunately, I was working for uh, the first like, two and a half quarters of this game. And uh, I looked at the first quarter. And I'm like, it's 14, nothing already. Like, Oh no. But then by halftime, it was just 17, nothing. And I was like, the Eagles still have a chance. But then uh, the third quarter, the, uh, the Buccaneers just made it too far away. 31 to nothing pretty much. So uh, yeah, the Eagles, of course, they got like Devonte Smith uh, going towards the end of the game, but it was just too little too late. Um, and it's just another blowout seven seed. What you got? I agree, man. It's just too, too little too late. But Buccaneers are the type of team that does that to teams. And I, I kind of didn't expect anything less going into this game, but I was hopeful because I was rooting for Eagles and I really wish they could have pulled it off or played better. But the Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, they're just, they're another scary team. Um, they're a team, you know, that I, I look could upset the one seed, um, which I don't know if you consider it an upset, I guess it's going to be a good game. And I think everybody wants to see that Brady versus Rogers, but I don't want, I want to see the matchup, but I don't want to see the, them like win it. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. But they deserve this win. They came out and they played better. And I feel I feel for the Eagles, but they, they the 17, like we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But the Buccaneers, if they would have lost this game, that probably would have been like just one of the craziest upsets. So uh Buccaneers are gonna be a scary team like the Bills. Yeah. Well, and what's what's upsetting is the Buccaneers is of course second year with Tom Brady, second year in the playoffs. Last year they were the five seed, they played the four seed Washington team. And this year they're the two seed playing the seven seed Eagle team. Like they just keep on getting, uh, what is that, the NFC East? Yeah. And, and they just dominated Washington last year, and they dominated Philadelphia this year. And it's like, <laughs> it's just an easy path for them again. And I, I don't want to see the Buccaneers make it. I really hope the Rams, like, play them really, really tough next week. Yeah, that would be something if Rams upset them. They're the type of team that could, too. I think so. Um, I, I just, re- just realized that for the first three games, I kind of dominated the conversation. So – I'll let you take over for the next three games because I, I feel like I'm talking too much. Uh, 
So next one, 49ers at Cowboys. 49ers win this game 23-17. Uh, let, what, what you, what you got to say on this one? This is the game of the week, and everyone's going to be talking about the end of the, the, end of the, the play. Um, I, I, it's, like, it's a little bit of like, a, I wish they would have had a second to see what happened. But at the same time, it's like you do got to let the ref get the ball, and he's got to put the one in the place, and they're trying to get it without any of that. But it seems no, like the ref – Yeah, and it seems like the ref was like 50 yards back, like – it seemed like he was like way back and then like like three seconds past and then you see him <laughs> running on the field. It's like it's like did he is he like a, a Niner fan over there like wait like doing that on purpose? But I don't think there's like any intent any intent behind it. He bumped the he bumped the players and stuff like and I don't think like it was intentional. He's just trying to hurry up himself. I wish they would have had a second though. Like I really wish it would we would have seen what happened. But I, I, we talked about it last week. I think Yumi and Isaiah all said that Niners are the team that we could see pulling off the upset over any team that you know is five or three seven and they yeah. did it. And I think they're the type of team that they can beat Green Bay. It's gonna that's we'll get to that, and it's gonna be a good game. But uh, Niners got a good team going, man. If they can just get their Jimmy Garoppolo could just not make mistakes that he can he makes a lot. They could win. They could win games like like being controlled the whole game. They have they have that type of defense. They have Debo Samuels. They just have if Jimmy Garoppolo can pull it together, their O line O line can play a little bit more together and get the run game going. As they Debo Samuels is doing it all, but the O line you know had some mistakes that game as well. But I just feel like the Niners can be like the dark horse of the, or just the underdog of the NFL this year. And they could really do some crazy things if they, Jimmy Grapple plays good. Yeah. Well, if you remember, I had the 49ers going all the way to the Super Bowl, Noah, all the way. So, uh, uh, yeah, that, that last play is ridiculous. I mean, really, honestly, the 49ers jumped to a, to an early lead and they kind of dominated the play for most of the first half. And uh, the Cowboys make a, a concerted effort to come back a little bit. And the 49ers just kind of died in the second half. Um, and like you said, like Jimmy Garoppolo was making really bad mistakes. Uh, that one interception was horrible. He just sailed the ball over his receiver. And, uh, and Kittle, they didn't get Kittle involved in this game. Like he was blocking, of course, but uh, he only had one catch, I think, for like 17 yards or something. Yeah. And so they didn't get Kittle involved. Uh, of course, Debo Samuel, of course, like you said, like dominating, um, great player. But uh, yeah, that last play, man. I was when I, I was watching this game, and uh, I like looked down at my phone or something, and I look up, and I just see Dak like running in the middle of the field. I'm like, is this a replay? Like I thought it was. They were like showing a replay from the beginning of the game. I was like, no way, he's running the ball in the middle of the field. And so I really honestly feel like the 49ers were like, okay, just don't tackle him, don't tackle him, because I I honestly think Dak was gonna just try to get like eight and nine yards and down the ball. Because he he knew that he had to down the ball, right? But I like everybody seemed like they were backing away from him. Like the 49ers defense seemed like they were backing away from him. So he got like an additional like 10 yards or something, and they just didn't have enough time to spike the ball after that. Cause like you said, that you gotta let the the referee set the ball, which is it's dumb, but it's not street ball. Like you can't just be like, okay, set the ball and go. Yeah. Your center do that. I'm, I'm glad you brought that play up too, man, because I, I forgot to even talk about that play. Uh, the Dak Prescott running up the field, man. It's like, it's like, yeah, I, I, he should have just got some yards, you know, get him closer. But at the same time, like, yeah, I agree with him backing off. And then Prescott, mind, man, he's like, oh, get as much yards as you can, but he's not thinking about the clock. Yeah. I wish I would have known how much exactly time there was. Was there like 11, 12 seconds when he, when he hiked it? 14 seconds. 14, 14 yeah. seconds when he ran it. Yeah, so I guess he's thinking 14, you know. Yeah, it, it's, it's, a tough, it's a tough play. I would have went down sooner, man. But I just, you know, I, like I said, I wish they just said we would have had one more play to see what would have happened, like the drama in that last play. I think Niners would have stopped them. 
Um, it would have been hard for the Cowboys to get in there, but it would have been cool just to see that play. Yeah, I, th- I think in, in Dak's mind, I think just in the heat of the moment, he just kind of forgot that he needed to get down. Like, or like, oh, it's only been like two seconds and I've, you know, but actually it's been 14 and I just wasted all my time. And just like listening to the announcers, like, that's the game. Like, it's over. Like, I just, just, that was just like one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like, ever. yeah, this one of the weirdest endings to a football game that I've personally seen. Like, you don't just see stuff like that. It's always, there's always some controversy in the like playoffs. Yeah. And it's like, and then the Dallas fans just throwing stuff at the players and the referees when they're leaving the field. Like, just not classy at all. And I got to say, too, like, during that game, this is probably the first, because I've told you before, I don't like watching the Cowboys. Like, just, they're boring to me. And they're always, like, it seems like they're always on prime time, and it's like, oh, the Cowboys, I'm not going to watch the game. Right? So I never really realized their stadium just sucks. Uh, So there was a punt in this game where the punter kicked it too high and it hit the, the jumbotron in the middle. And then there was another play where they had the stadium built east to west. So like you can, the sun like shines in really bad. And so it really, it affected uh, the Cowboys. There was a like CeeDee Lamb maybe, or no, it was Amari Cooper. I think he tried to catch the ball, but he just, it totally got lost in the sun. It was like right next to him and he just, just drops. And it's like, why did he drop? Well, it's because the sun. So it's like, I feel like that stadium is just like probably one of the the worst built stadiums in, in football. I think. Right. Yeah, dude. It's, and it's, it's 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 I know Cowboys is America's team. They're one of the most like well liked teams. But to me, they they they're always like they're always doing they always do so good throughout the season. I think they always surprise you, surprise me. And then playoffs come, and it's just like they don't they don't play like I don't know if it's like because they have the experience. They always are in the playoffs. They're always making it as the division yeah. winners or like even a wild card. But it just seems like they never pull it together come playoff time like I don't know if like if it's a coaching type of thing as you know they, they lost Jason Beard I know a while ago but uh if it's been a coaching thing ever since then or like what's going on with it because they just haven't won a playoff game in a while but I just feel like the the Cowboys have a good team and like I'm always through the season they're impressing me and then they always just find a way to kind of they're like choking always in like important moments and big games but they got down way too early on the Niners and just made it hard to come back so but they'll be Bill I'm sure the Cowboys will be in it next year they got a good team so yeah well you know how like uh the AFC North had like a really tough schedule this year. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys had the opposite. I mean, their division is horrible. Yeah. And they just had an all around pretty easy schedule. And anytime they played like real competition, it's like their five losses. Yeah. So, but they always played them like the Buccaneer game was so good. I think they had a lot of like, good close games, but I just feel like, like and, and then the playoffs come on. I just feel like they could, they just don't pull it together, you know? Yeah. But uh, I, I think they're always going to be a team. Like they're always going to play tough every game and they're always going to find ways to win. Like, uh, and they're always going to be there. But, like, yeah, I agree with the division, man. That division with Washington, Giants, and Eagles were, like, probably five or six easy wins for them. So, yeah, yeah they definitely own the division. Yeah, I'm just surprised, honestly, the Eagles made the playoffs with how, like, horrible the division is. Um, <laughs> so, if you're ready, we can move on to the Steelers-Chief game. No, I'm ready. All right, so Steelers lose this game 21-42. to It's the It was the Sunday night game, and Noah gets to take it away. Well, I really, I really wish that like we would have just got blown out the whole game because man, I wish you could have like been a fly on the wall in my family's house when like we went up seven nothing. That we st- we, no one's ever done this to the Chiefs to come out in the first quarter. I think they have the they're tied for second or first for most first quarter points in the league, and they haven't they haven't they've gone three and out like a record times this year for the team 
like they have, they had like four, three and outs or like the first half or something this year. And we made them go three and like three and out and two of the first three drives. They punted three of the first four and they or four of the first four, I think, or, or I don't know when we got a touchdown exactly, but um, I know we went up uh, seven, nothing right away. And like uh, in the first quarter, we were, or I'm sorry, it was zero, zero at the end of the first, I'm sorry, but we went up seven, nothing in the beginning of the second quarter. And then it just fell apart for us, man. Te- our defense got tired. This was just a perfect, like game that we our offense blew it it was a third and two it was seven seven and we had the ball and big big ben threw a perfect slant ball we would have been around like midfield 40 yard line on their side getting the field range and deontay johnson dropped two crucial balls and back-to-back drives on third down that would have been first downs and claypool dropped another one our receivers were dropping balls when big ben was throwing them or big ben was under or overthrowing them so it's like when we had good big Ben throwing good passes, our receivers would not catch balls. And our defense is on the field. I kid you not, it seemed like we were on the field for 50 of the 60 minutes of the game because Pittsburgh was in and out on offense every time and our defense was tired. And you could, against a team that's fast paced and so well put together like Kansas City, it's hard to stop them, you know, for so many times in a row. And Pittsburgh did it for four or five of their first drives. And no team has really done that to start off the game against Kansas City. So I props to our defense. They just got tired and, um, this was a blowout game, and I really wish it would have been a blowout game the whole game because I gave my hopes up. Seven nothing. I was like, look at the team. Like, come on, they everyone uh, underestimated us. We could beat this team. And Chiefs just proved why they're one of the most resilient teams in the NFL. But credit to the Steelers, man. I thought I'd be a lot more upset than what I was, but our defense, our defense stepped up, and we have like a bunch of backups in on defense too. So we we did what we were supposed to do at least for the first half. But no excuses. They 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 gave up a lot of touchdowns unnecessary. A third and twenty at the end of the first half, and they score a touchdown at the 50 yard line, like that's just crazy. Like it would have been seven fourteen go or uh, yeah, seven fourteen at halftime. Instead it's seven twenty one. They got momentum. They get ball after halftime. I know I'm rambling. It's upsetting as a Steeler fan. No, you're okay. Um yeah, I think honestly like the first quarter on, like uh because you know before the touchdown by by TJ Watt there was the interception as well. Yeah. So I think that just like and and the Chiefs were only in that good a field goal or field position because of a, a punt return. So honestly, I think this was the type of game that proves that Pittsburgh is a better team than a lot of people think. I think it's just a lot to do with quarterback play. Ben Ben is just has he f- officially retired yet? He said he's officially done with the Steelers, I believe, but he hasn't said like he hasn't he hasn't like said he's retired. Okay. Well, I, I just for that franchise's sake, I, I hope they do get a uh, you know a young quarterback or just a quarterback who's capable for another couple of years until they figure out a young quarterback because like if because you know receivers dropping the ball has nothing to do with Ben Roethlisberger but you know just like you said he overthrew some balls underthrew some balls you can't over rely on Najee Harris he, he didn't fumble throughout the whole entire season and then he fumbles in this first game I mean that's got to be playoff jitters right and so. I, I just, I honestly, I wholeheartedly believe that, like, if the Steelers had just a little bit of a better quarterback, maybe score one touchdown on offense in that first quarter instead of going three and out themselves, uh, th- it would have been a completely different game because it would have kept the defense off the, on the sideline for a little bit longer, keep them well rested up, and then you make the the right adjustments when Kansas City, because you know Kansas City is going to make adjustments. Yeah. Uh, and and the defensive touchdown is just like a cherry on the top. Maybe, maybe you're going into halftime 14 to seven Steelers instead. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you know, good, good first quarter and a half, you know, and then it just kind of fell away from them. Like you said. Um, yeah. I just got to get, I, oh, I'm sorry not to cut you off. No, you're go good. Ahead. Okay. I was going to say, I got to give, 
I got to give props to TJ Watt. He's just – he's that – to me, he's the best defensive, and it's not even close in the league. Just what he did in 15 games, tying the sack record, what he did single-handedly against Mahomes. Like, he, he, he was in his face every play, and I could just see, like, Mahomes was getting frustrated. But it's, it's, it comes to a point, man, or on defense where how much is it going to take to stay motivated when your offense is getting off the field and, and just terrible drops, terrible throws, and it's just, like, like no blocking. Like, it just seems like when I was watching, Mahomes, like, the Chiefs, like, they would throw a ball and, like, they would make 10 yards out of, like, out of nothing. And, like, Pittsburgh, it struggles to get one yard. Like, when we run in, when we pass, it's just everything's a struggle for us. And, like, everything was so easy for Kansas City. So, but Kansas City's the team that they are for a reason. So, like, we, we did we did good for what we did good for. But Chiefs are, like, if not the best, one of the best in the league, if the best in the AFC. But they're there. I knew, like, it was going to be hard to win, but I really did have hope. So, I hope we get a chance to get back at him next year, maybe with a young quarter or uh, old quarterback and see what happens with the quarterback. But until then, man, credit to the Chiefs. You know, and Pittsburgh's just the team that's always going to be there, right? I mean, you guys got good coaching, uh, a good defense, typically always, um, a, a decent set of offensive players. I mean, you got Najee Harris now, and you got some decent receivers. Um, fix up the whole line and get a, a new quarterback. We've already had this conversation before, and Pittsburgh is just right there at the top of the league again. Like, uh, they're always in contention. They're, yeah. Mike Tomlin's literally never had a losing season in his coaching career with Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, like, you know Pittsburgh's going to be there. They just need to fix a couple of these pieces to make themselves actual contenders in the playoffs. Yeah, and it seems like they're the NFC Cowboys, man. It seems like they have good seasons. They, they surprise people in a lot of games. Like, they win games they shouldn't, and then they get to playoffs, man. Like, these last couple of times, we were the three seed last year against Cleveland. And just got blown out. We were we were going to play the Chiefs this year, like, and we got blown out. Like, it seems like we're starting to like since ever since we made the Packers Super Bowl, man. Like, just every, we lost to Tim Tebow in the playoffs. You know, there's been a lot of like heartbreaking seasons since then. So really, yeah, we're always there. But like the last ten seasons, I think we I think we got like maybe two or three playoff win games. Like I know we had a good like we made the AFC Championship with Brown and Bell, I believe, one year, but then we lost. Other than that, man, it's been pretty it's been pretty tough since since eleven. But hopefully, we can turn around. And uh, next year, but uh, until then, we gotta we just gotta have a good off season because that's what it, it it comes down to now. Yeah, and, and just going back to your point of, or not necessarily your point because I don't know your point yet, but the seven seed playoff format, the Steelers were the seven seed this year, and both seven seed got blown out by the number two team. Uh, so that's something we'll talk about here in just a moment. Uh, if if you're ready to move on from the Steeler game, now. yeah. All right. Um, Cardinals and Rams, the Monday night game, uh, the Rams win this game 34 to 11, uh, probably the most lopsided game of, uh, of the playoffs, uh, so far in actuality, like literally the most lopsided game, like the Cardinals had nothing going on for 90% of this game. Uh, Noah, you get to take this one away too. This is the only game I did not like pay attention to really at all. Cause I, I think when the first time I checked the score, Rams were already up big. And I just like, oh man, another blowout. Or somebody told me like Rams were up big. I think it was my brother. But the Cardinals are such such a much better team than how they play this game. And it's very upsetting to see as the Cardinals have been dominating all year. It's the last team to lose. They were like the one seed to like week eleven, I think it was. And then just to come out and be the fifth seed and not win the division and lose to the Rams who won the division. It's gotta be a heartbreaking thing for Cardinals fans, man. But they're another team that has to have a big offseason because they have a good team and a good coach. They just gotta they just gotta pull some pieces together. It'd be a little bit more healthier. I know injuries affected them a lot this year, but I mean, you know, it's gotta be the next man up mentality. So they have to have a good offseason to work on 
work on some things, but I look at the Rams props to them. Like everyone says they're the team that chokes and they came through finally for a game. They beat, they beat up the Cardinals and I'm just excited to see that matchup with Tampa Bay. And uh, they deserve this win. The Cardinals, Cardinals didn't play good at all. And Rams did. Yeah. Rams absolutely like dominated like every facet of this game. Uh, yeah. I mean, you hit pretty much every point uh, that I'd say, I feel like the Cardinals are like the NFC version of the Raiders. Typically, the Raiders are the type of team that usually start off really good and then just like the second half of the season, they they disappear. And that I, I feel like the Cardinals are like that, but just this year they started off so hot that they still made it to the playoffs. Uh, but they've just, ever since that game against the Packers on Thursday night, they've just been bad. And, and I don't know, like it's just second half uh, disasters for them two years in a row. Because, uh, you know, they were in a playoff contention last year, but blew it and let the bears make the playoffs. Like the bears didn't deserve to make the playoffs. The Cardinals were a better team. Like, you know, the Hale Murray from last year. So like the Cardinals deserved to make the playoffs last year and, and they blew it. And this year they blow it in the playoffs. They lost like their last five out of eight games or something like that. So it's just not a second half, not a good second half of the season for the Cardinals at all. And the Rams just looked insane. I didn't, I missed about the first quarter and a half of this game I was working. And uh, when I got home, it was already like 14, nothing. And I was like, so this game's over, but uh, I'll watch it anyway. And yeah, the, the Rams were just like, you know, on defense, they were dominating. They were sacking Murray. They were forcing him into bad throws. They had him in the end zone, a uh, really good punt and got it down to like the two yard line or something. And there was a really good throw by Murray, but it, it ended up being dropped. And so it, they, it was third down at the two yard line. And Murray was going to get sacked in the end zone because he held onto the ball way too long. And instead he just did the, uh, the Carson Wentz or the Matthew Stafford thing where he just tries to throw it out of the end zone. It got picked and got turned in for a touchdown. Yeah. So like every facet of the Rams were like just playing great. Like their defense looked stellar. And I really, honestly, I do believe that it was the Rams defense that like made the Cardinals look so bad. I, don't, I think the Cardinals would have played a little bit better against like, the Cowboys, for example. Oh, yeah. I so, agree. And I also shout out to Matthew Stafford getting his first playoff win. Finally, you know, I like Matthew Stafford. I like him on the Lions. And I just think he deserves it. He's, he's a better quarterback than people give him credit for. I know he makes some, a lot of key mistakes this year for the Rams, too. But, man, he's, he's led this team to the division title and now a, a win for the Rams. So we'll see how he does against, you know, next week. But congrats to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like Matthew Stafford, too. Um, all right. So I, I just hate to boast here for a minute, Noah, but uh, I went six and zero. I went six and zero on them on them games on them picks. We're in a pick'em league, and uh, the only three people went six and zero, and it happened to be Noah's grandmother, our uncle, and me. So uh, congrats to uh, to Grandma Jeannie, and uh, Uncle Rock, and and me. Right? Yeah, that is awesome. We go six and zero. It's impressive. I think I would have been. Probably one game better if I wasn't a Steelers fan, but I just had so much hope, you know, I, I had to go take them. So, but other than that, man, yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. Go six and the playoffs, but uh, the no, Niners I, was a good take. I know that you you said on the podcast you're gonna take the Steelers, but if you weren't a Steeler fan, you would have taken the Chiefs. Yeah, it, bet against yeah. you, like you want your team to win. Like, don't bet against your team. I know that's something you live by. So, um, so yeah, that, I, I that Niner that, pick, that Niner pick though, it was a good pick. I, I just, for whatever reason, I just, I just don't believe in Dallas and, you know, and, and on, on our podcast, I said 49ers all the way to the Super Bowl. 
I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll get into that here in a moment with our other picks, but uh, what about the seven seed playoff format? What's your opinions on it? I want to hear it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't like to be that guy that's always like, well, I'm for it, but I'm not, you know, so there's good things. I think the best point for not being, uh, I'm officially for it. I'll say that I'm for it, but I think the best thing for it not being involved is your point. And it's a, it's a great point. Blowout games um, two years in a row, you know, just the seven seeds and, uh, have been blown out back to back. And, um, and I, I, I agree with that, but to me, I like it just because I don't feel like the top two teams should get a buy. I think I, it makes it seem like, why is everybody playing for the one when the two gets a buy too? I know it's home field advantage, but I like the fact that only the one seed gets the rest up and, and, and get a buy. So it makes like, everyone like to try harder for that one seed, especially going to the last week of the NFL and with an extra week to me, it's just like, with two teams getting a buy, I know it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's a big advantage to both teams instead of just, just the one seed. It makes a lot more like just gruelly at the end of the season to fight for that one seed. And even in one of these years, I, I just got a feeling there'll be a seven seed. That'll be the two seed. And then people might have a little bit of a change of mind on it. Like, Oh gosh, like, you know what I mean? But until that happens, I think most people are going to say it's kind of dumb for now. Yeah, I just, for me, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think that makes perfect sense. Um, you know, the one seed, sh- there should just be one team that gets a bye. Because, um, you know, you're the best team in your conference. You deserve a little bit extra help. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that, that makes perfect sense. Um, for me, it's just like, I just, just don't feel like there's enough competition in the NFL. Like, I feel like it's so much different than other sport leagues, like for the most part, like, because it always just seems like it's the same teams no matter what. And even this season where we saw so many upsets and so many this and so many that, it still ended up being the same, roughly the same 14 teams that are almost always in it, right? Like the Patriots are almost always there. The Bills are kind of cementing their spot to be there every year. The Patriots, or uh, excuse me, the Titans have been there the past couple of years. Um, The Steelers are there pretty much almost every year for the most part. Um, the Chiefs, of course, I'm listing all the AFC teams. Uh, the Buccaneers now with Brady, of course, are going to be there. Um, the Cowboys typically win their division because their division is so weak. Last year they didn't, but Dak was hurt. Um, the 49ers are a team that are almost always there. Uh, yeah, the, of course, the Packers. I mean, they have a really bad division too. They almost always win the division. Um, so, yeah, it's just like, it's almost always these same exact teams. And what I loved about this year was we got the Raiders, we got the Bengals, we got the Eagles, we got, um, who else was? Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. A lot of those teams don't really make it too often. So, but none of those teams, well, except for the Eagles, none of those teams were the the seventh spot. Mm. Um, I just think like the seventh seed is basically like another buy for the two seed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i kind of agree with that as well because i was saying it's kind of like but sometimes it's almost better for the two c to get like a like i know a lot of people are saying for the chief uh the chief steeler game like a lot of people are saying it's almost better for them to play you know get like a, some little bit of like warm-up game in then then get a rest especially yeah. with the game that they feel so easy but i know that we had to think in when we were going up seven nothing they had to fight for it back a little bit but yeah. other than that man yeah i kind of agree like i i, I now that it's here i like it but i like it would be a lot to take it away, but if they would have left it as a 6 seed format, then I don't think anyone would have cared. What I hope they don't do is what they've talked about is go to an 8 seed bracket or it's 8 versus 1 like basketball and hockey. I don't know. Just to me, not, not like basketball is even moving to like the top 10 teams on each side or like doing playing games. Like at this point, you might as well just have like them the season not mean anything and everybody makes it. 
You know what I mean? Like at this point, it's like, but so they got to keep at least a 17 for me, but I'm not against the 17 per se, just because it means a lot more for the one. I definitely get what you're saying. And, and if they took it away, like I wouldn't, I would it wouldn't bother me either. But Steelers got it this year. So maybe I'm a little bit like, I'm for it. <laughs> but, I mean, the Bears made it last year. So it's, yeah. it's helped both of our teams. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, I, oh yeah. If they go with eight, eight teams and then just make the top two teams get a buy again, like that would be dumb. That yeah, would or be if they make them play. What's that? Or if they make them play like basketball, hockey, the one plays the eight, the two plays oh, the seven. Yeah, that'd be really, oh, that'd be horrible. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the only reason it's here is because of money. Like that, that additional game, those additional two games are just going to get the NFL so much more money. Um, I heard a number that was like hundred million dollars or something for like, just the, like one of those games. Yeah. And so it's like, they're never going to go back to the six seed format now, but hopefully we just see more competition in the yeah. NFL. Cause I'm sure with a seven seed uh, playoff format, eventually we'll see more competitive play at the seven spot, but right now it's just not there. But I think as long as it, you know, give it like two more years and it probably will be. Yeah. One more, I got a question for you. How do you feel about them doing a Monday night game instead of three Saturday, three Sunday? I didn't like it. I didn't hear. I kind of, I kind of prefer what you said. Three on Saturday, three on Sunday. Yeah, that'd be so. Just the early Saturday, middle Saturday, and then Monday. It's just like either they're playing. I know they still got six days till Sunday, but you know, a team that already is on a bye, or uh, no, actually, no, Rams are playing Buccaneers. A team that already played on on you know early Sunday, and now a team that played the next day on the night game. Like they're getting like a short week compared to Tampa Bay, you know. And yeah. let's say on the AFC side, you know, like a team that let's or let's say that you know they'll be playing the one seed. That's pretty much two weeks off for the Packers and just a sh- quick sh- turnaround for the, you know, the Rams would be playing Packers. So it's just, to me, I, I don't like it. I wish they would go to three Saturday, three Sunday, but they tried it and I don't blame them for trying it. Yeah. I, I just like, again, it's another money thing, but if they really so badly want a Monday night ESPN broadcast, just do it on Saturday night. Just cause they always do that stupid crap anyway, where it's like, this is Sunday night football on Thursday night. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't like that. Like I don't get that either. Yeah, it's well, it's like dumb. It's like so dumb. But like, if you really so badly want it, just make it on Saturday night, right? Because then you can still have your Sunday night broadcast with Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. And then you can have the three stooges for uh, Monday night football. Uh, and, and yeah, like all the world works out well, because exactly what you said, it's just like a disadvantage for whoever plays the Monday night game. So yeah, yeah. I, I think we're both... Uh, in favor of getting rid of uh, that game. Definitely. You want to pick some games for the divisional round? Let's do it. All right. Uh, so how about, how about for the AFC games? You'll, you'll start. And then for the NFC games, I'll start. Okay. Okay. So the first one is uh, Bengals at Titans. That's you. All right. So, I mean, I, I think by me saying this, I kind of give out who I'm taking into every other game, but this to me, this is the only upset I really see happening. I think Bengals can upset. Uh, I think Bengals can upset them. Uh, but I, do I think it's going to happen? No. But do I do I think it can out of all the upsets? Yes. You know, Bengals and Titans are going to – it's going to be a, a better game than a lot of people think. I know people are thinking Henry's coming back. But sometimes coming back is it, not – I think it's not going to matter to Henry. He's such a great player that coming back, I think he's still going to be good. And I'm not saying he's going to be rusty. But coming back from an injury is like a totally different – it just depends on your injury, how you're feeling. I know they're safe and kept him out. 
like a couple weeks when they could have brought him back, but and, and then they had the bye week. So hopefully he's like healthy, healthy. But I really think the Bengals can win. I'm going to stick with the Bills as my pick. I think Bills will win, especially Titans. with their. Uh, I'm sorry, 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 Titans, Titans. I think Titans will win, uh, beat the Bengals, but I think Bengals have the best chance of upsetting a team uh, than any other team in the league. But I think Titans just getting the one seed, the bye week, Henry coming back. I think they're going to be healthier than they have been in a while. I got Titans winning a very, very close game. I agree with that. The fact that the Bengals could be the team that upsets them. I think it really depends on what Bengal team we get. Like if we get that really explosive Bengal team, uh, you know, that they are some weeks, then yeah, they could totally just like destroy the Titans. Uh, And then if if they come out just like a normal Bengal team, like last week, I think it's going to be a lot closer. Um, I, I think the Bengals have a better chance of blowing up the Titans and the Titans have a better chance of blowing up the Bengals, if that makes sense. Yeah. Joe um, Burrow, man, Jamar Chase. It's going to, it's going to be hard to stop that running back or the wide receiver, the court. And everyone on that team is just like, they can put up yards and points. Yeah, exactly. And, and of course I've been big on riding the Derrick Henry train. I mean, I've said it so many times, like Derrick Henry's coming back for the playoffs. So I'm going to obviously pick the Titans to win. Um, I think Der- they'll ride Derrick Henry just to, to, I don't know, another 35 runs and he'll have like 163 yards. He'll have two touchdowns and they'll win this game 27 to 21. That's my prediction for this game. 27 to 21 Titans over Bengals. Bengals pushing down the field for uh, a touchdown to win the game and they don't get it. Yeah, I'll get my score. I'll go 24-20 Titans. 24-20 Titans. Yeah, either way, I think it's going to be a really close game, like we said. I think we're both going with Titans, but uh, yeah, Bengals could definitely be that team. I don't think they're the only team that can make an upset. Let's say that right now. But yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, okay. So we'll move on to the next game, 49ers at Packers. I said that specifically because I think the 49ers are going to beat the Packers. Okay, so hear me out. Sometimes the bye week helps you, okay? Sometimes it makes you rested, and but sometimes you, you kind of sit back and you do nothing for that bye week. And I doubt the Packers are doing this, but like sometimes like a bye week kind of hurts you. You want to be out there playing and instead you're resting and doing nothing. And the 49ers just played like a very competitive game last week. I think uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be feeling even better. And plus, Jimmy Garoppolo is 1-0 against the Packers in the playoffs. The 49ers against the Packers in the playoffs in the Aaron Rodgers era is 3-0. Like Colin Kaepernick twice and Jimmy Garoppolo once. So I truly believe that the 49ers just have something to do with uh, the Packers number. I think the Packers defense was showing a little bit of uh, some issues later on in the season where they, they're not as strong as people thought it was early yeah, on yeah. when they were playing weaker teams. And I think the, the 49ers are going to kind of break out. I think they're going to involve George Kittle a little bit more. They're going to get Debo Samuel running the ball. Of course, uh, what's their running back? He's slipping my name. Elijah, uh, wait, what's their running back's name? For Niners? Yeah. The, the, the rookie. I know you're thinking of. My dad has him on fantasy, but I can't think of, can't think of his name. I can't believe I can't. I literally, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's their rookie running back, and he's he's great. And he was hurt, and he came back, and he, he, had, a, he had a decent game against the Cowboys. They didn't really run it too much. Like you said, their run game wasn't perfect. But I just, th- I just have a feeling their offense is going to go off against the Packers. The Packers are going to, co- of course, keep up, but their defense is, again, repeat history and let them down. That's I like the point that you brought up about sometimes the bye week helps you, sometimes it hurts you. That's a very valid and good point. 
And, uh, you know, but I, I'm going to stick with the Packers here. Yeah. Um, I'll be rooting for Niners. I kind of hope they can pull this upset off. It'd be cool. And for my aunt, and you know, we got a couple of aunts that are big Niner fans. Yeah. Um, and know some Niners fans in the family. But um, I got Packers win this game. I just think that I'm gonna. it's going to come down to the matchup I'm excited for, I want to see, but it's going to come down to this matchup. I'm very excited to see the Niners' defense play the Packers' offense. But I think it's going to come down to their weak, they're both of their weaker suits, the Niners' offense versus the Packers' defense. Because Packers' defense has been struggling, and Niners' offense depends on whether Jimmy Grapple is having a good game or a bad game. It really comes down to that. But if Debo Samuels can carry some of the load, and help Jimmy Garoppolo out, I really think that Niners have a better chance of upsetting them. And I got like a 31-28 three-point game. I got Packers beating the Niners. It's going to be a good game, but I just think that – I think a lot of people are saying it that I've heard too. I just think this is Aaron Rodgers' year. Packers know that he's gone. If they, if they don't want a Super Bowl this year, I, Rodgers is gone. He's out of there. So they want to keep him. They want to keep him happy. I think Rodgers is finally happy in Green Bay for once in the last like three years. And uh, I think that's going to help boost some self-esteem around – just positivity around the locker room. They got the one seed, and I, I, I just see the the Brady versus Rodgers matchup happening. So I got, I got Green Bay one just a close game though. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll pick a score too. I'm gonna go with 34-32 49ers, and it's gonna come down to a missed field goal by Mason Crosby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have too much else to say on that game. I, you know, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The two Saturday games for me, you were saying what game you're most excited for, or at least watching the matchups. The two Saturday games for me look like way more enjoyable than the two Sunday games. The Bengals and Titans and the 49ers and Packers, for whatever reason, both those games look way more entertaining to me. Um, Of course, the Bill Chief game I think will be fun, but I don't know how I feel about the Rams-Buccaneers game on Sunday. Um... We already know who Noah's going to pick because he said he, he just expects to see Brady versus Rodgers again. So uh, I'm actually – I'm thinking the, the Rams are going to win this game, so we're going to have both upsets for uh, the NFC games. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I think the Rams will win this game. I just think their defense is going to be a dominating force. You know, Von Miller and, uh, and uh, Aaron Donald are just going to dominate that offensive line of the Buccaneers, especially since – uh, a player like Tristan Wirfs, Iowa Iowa player, uh, is out, and so I think there's a I think there might be even more injuries on that Buccaneer uh, offensive line because they they got hurt playing against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So I think just for that alone, Tom Brady's not going to have time to throw the ball, and you know he's he's old, you know he's he can't move around that well. I mean, a couple times this season he ran up the middle for a couple yards, but like as long as they're containing Brady. Like, I don't think that's too hard of a job for that defense to do. And I think their secondary is going to play well. You know, uh, the Rams are, excuse me, the Buccaneers have kind of lost a couple of their key players, especially like Brown. I think they could have definitely used him in this game. And uh, I think the Rams defense is just going to be the reason they win this game. Yeah. I think I'll think you'll get one of the upsets happening, but I just don't see the Rams beating Buccaneers. I really don't. If I could see Niners beating Packers, but honestly, I don't see – Nine out of ten times, I think Buccaneers win this game. Maybe one time Rams get lucky. And I don't want to be – every team has a chance, but I just think Tom Brady's experience. They got the game they needed against the Eagles just to get their – because they kind of were having some close call games towards the end of the season. Then they had some – finally a blowout playoff game that kind of boosts their self-morale as well. But I think they're going to control most of this game. I don't really see Rams leading at all in this game. I just see Buccaneers going to get them down early and keep them down. And I think that uh, if, if Rams win this game and Niners win the game, I got Niners. 
beating that's the that's the only way I see Niners like going to the Super Bowl is like playing the Rams because they can beat the Packers and Rams, but I just don't see any team beating Buccaneers except except Green Bay. It's gonna be it's gonna be maybe closer than what I think it's gonna be. I can see it being, but I just I think Green Bay is gonna win like 34-21, just like a 10 double digit lead. But yeah. I'll I'll be I'll be very surprised Rams pull this game off or at least keep it to like a just a a, a close score. I think this will be the blowout game of the week. Really. I was yeah. gonna say twenty-three to eighteen Rams. Yeah, uh, to me that's a that's a, I honestly thought we were gonna have like the Rodgers and and so I'm glad to go with the upsets, man. But I really just think Buccaneers is probably the most like well put together team, even with some injuries. They're just they're I think they got just a good coaching staff. Tom Brady, harder count them out, but we'll see. That's wild. Do you think that game's gonna be a blowout? We're definitely oh, not, not like a not like a blowout like forty like we've seen, but just like a like a double digit lead. Yeah, like a 10, I, 14 point win. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I just, I just see all of these games being pretty close. Yeah. I think all of these games are going to be way more competitive than last week's. Um, but yeah, I, I got the upsets. So, um, all right. So the Sunday night game, it's at played at five 30. Um, the bills at the chiefs, the two and the three T seed um, who you got for this one. To me, this is going to be the game of the week. In my opinion, I know when I say that a lot of times it's not, <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty bad at picking game of the weeks, so this will probably be the blowout game of any game. But I got I got the Chiefs winning a very close game. I think it's going to be like honestly, it's going to be like I got like 42, 45 type game. Just the high score in forty in the high thirties, low forties. I think it's going to be. I totally agree. And I think Chiefs are going to win the game. I just think that um, it's going to be Bills' year. One of these years coming up, I think they're going to win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen, but I just don't think it's this year. I think it's going to be hard to beat the Chiefs, especially the way Mahomes got rolling against the Steelers. And, you know, why not lose to the – why not have Steelers be eliminated to the team that wins it all, you know? But I definitely got Chiefs winning winning this game against the Bills. I think it will be a very close, very close game, though. I think it's going to be high scoring, too. That That's how I feel, too. Like, if the Bears are in the playoffs, like a couple of years ago when they got eliminated by Philadelphia, I was like, hopefully Philadelphia wins because <laughs> it's like it makes the loss a little bit better. Right. right? Um, but uh, I actually think the Bills are going to win. I think, you know, this is their year. Um, I think I think their their win against uh, the Patriots meant a little bit more than the Chiefs over the Steelers. The Chiefs, they're not in the same division as the Steelers. It wasn't that emotional of a game. It They were playing at home. It's not like the Steelers have dominated the Chiefs for the last 20 years. You know, they don't play each other that much. Yeah. Uh, you know, they play each other enough, but, like, not, like, every single year. Yeah. So, I think the Bills are going to come into this game feeling a little bit more pumped up than the Chiefs are. And I, I just, I just, I don't know. Josh Allen is playing his like lights out right now. And that defense is playing lights out. And I think if that defense plays anywhere up to the level of the Steelers defense, they have a chance of slowing down the, the Chiefs enough. And I think they have a better offense than the Steelers to come out oh. and, and just score more points and, and come out to a lead. Cause that's what the Steelers needed to do. If they, if they scored, a touchdown here or there on offense at, at the beginning of the game, way better chance to win. And I yeah. think we'll do that. I, I agree with you, man. I think that Buffalo's going to put some points on the board. So it's going to, if Buffalo's defense can slow down Mahomes the way Steelers did in that first quarter and a half, I think Buffalo does win this game. But I just think that Chiefs defense is going to, is going to, uh, or I just see neither defense is going to play up to par this game. And I think that Mahomes is going to outscore Allen. But I could see it going either way. Like this is the game that, I could definitely – I know I said the Bengals are the only team I really see upsetting. I could see this being an upset, but for some reason I just I just really think that Chiefs are going to win this game, man. But uh, 
I, I'll be rooting for Bills. Actually, I don't know who to root for. This is a game that either team wins, you know, I'll be happy. I'll probably be rooting for to win it all, whoever wins this game. Uh, actually, maybe Titans. I, it's, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to pick who I want, but I definitely think Chiefs are going to win this game. But you brought up a really good point uh, that if their offense can come out and, and keep them down uh, and get the lead, they can win this game because that's what the Steelers struggled with, man, was their offense ability to put some points up. And we all know Josh Allen and the Bills offense can put up some points. 100%. I think – just to just to finish it off to put a score to it on my side. I know you said what'd you say, 45, 42? Yeah. Okay. I, I think I'm gonna pick 38 to 30 Bills over over Chiefs. It's still gonna be a one possession game, but uh it's gonna be 38 to 30. Like the Chiefs are gonna score a last second touchdown and make it a, seem a little bit closer though. I think the Bills are gonna are gonna outplay the Chiefs, I think. I think you know, this could be their redemption year. They beat the Patriots after years of torment, and then they lost to the Chiefs last year when they had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. They were they redeemed themselves. They beat both of those teams, and then they get to play either the Titans or the Bengals. I think I think that would be pretty awesome for the Bills. One thing is, is can they get the job done in Super Bowl? We know they lost four in a row one time. So can <laughs> they get the job done when they get there? I think that they finally got the type of team that really can win it. As you said, if they get past Chiefs, I think they're going to make the Super Bowl, but it's, I don't think they're going to – it would be hard to win it. So that leaves my last question to you. Who, if you had to pick a Super Bowl prediction right now, who would you have? Uh, I got Bills and Niners. Bills and Niners? Yeah, I got, I'm got. i going to go with uh, – uh, yeah, I'm going to go Packers out of the NFC. And I think out of the NFC, I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to go Titans. Packers-Titans is it right now. That'd be, that'd be a good – as long as the Titans won, that'd be a good Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I would – I think uh, – I think this is Packers years, but I, I, if I had to pick who would make the Super Bowl, I'd probably say like Bills and I don't know. I don't know who I want at the NFC. Probably uh, probably Niners, maybe Niners or uh, or Rams. I out of the NFC, I want the Rams to win. Out of the AFC, I want the either the Titans or the Bills <clears throat> or the Bengals. Just any team, honestly, honestly, really, I just don't want the Chiefs, the Packers, or the Buccaneers to win. Packers just because there's the deep hatred. Uh, Buccaneers, they just won. Chiefs, they won two years ago. Like, I want to see somebody new. And correct me if I'm wrong, the Titans have never won a Super Bowl, right? I don't think the Bills haven't. I don't think the Bills haven't either. Yeah, the Bengals haven't. Yeah, like all three of those teams have never won a Super Bowl. And of course, the Niners, the Packers, uh, the Rams, the Buccaneers, and the Chiefs have. I just want to see one of the teams that have never won before win. That's all I want. And so, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I want. So, all right. That was a, that was a good show. That was really fun. We made, we talked a lot, you know, for just those uh, 10 games. So, yeah, you know, that, that just proves we can, we can talk forever. I hope you listen. Hey, by the way, nobody, nobody uh, contacted me about the $5 they could have won last week. Wow. I, I forgot about that, bro. So now from now on, that is non-redeemable. You can't get that $5 no more. <laughs> All right, Noah. It's been a pleasure doing the show with you. Um, really quick. Um, we're supposed to get like another ice storm tomorrow. I was supposed to come into Davenport tomorrow, but we're supposed to get like another ice storm tomorrow. So probably won't do that. Of course, last time I did try to travel in an ice storm, I crashed my car. So, uh, so hopefully the weather's good by, if it's not good tomorrow, hopefully it's good by Friday. And I can come over and we can do this, the me wearing a Steeler jersey video. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, so. You could probably hope I forget and not remind me. 
No, no. Hey, I, I, this was that was my idea. I live by the rules, man. I, I was excited for that, man. I'm gonna give you the big Ben jersey. Heck yeah! It'd be a great way to send off with Ben. True. I can be, I can be like outside. I can like pretend I'm like Big Ben Roethlisberger, and like, like the defense is rushing towards me, and you know, I'm not, I'm not young Ben Roethlisberger no more. So I'm just gonna stand there and just like kind of fall down. <laughs> They just 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 throw a pass 80, 80 yards away from him. <laughs> yeah, young, I miss young Big Ben, man. Maybe we get another young Big Ben. Young Big Ben was like a crazy athlete. <laughs> yeah. All right. I right, know. It's been a great show. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much, Noah and TJ. That would be me for uh doing this show. We appreciate you so much. Thank you and peace. Peace.